0: Dear people of God, in the season of Advent, it is our responsibility and joy to prepare ourselves to hear once more the message of the angels, to go to Bethlehem and to see the Son of God lying in a manger. Let us hear and heed in Holy Scripture the story of God's loving purpose from the time of our rebellion against Him until the glorious redemption brought to us by his holy child, Jesus. And let us look forward to the yearly remembrance of his birth with hymns and songs of praise. But first, let us pray to the needs of his whole world for peace and justice on earth, for the unity and mission of the church for which he died, and especially for his church in our country And in this city. And because he particularly loves them, let us remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the cold, the hungry, the oppressed, the sick and those who mourn, the lonely and unloved, the aged and the little children, as well as all those who do not know and love the Lord Jesus Christ. Finally, let us remember before God his pure and lowly mother and that whole multitude which no one can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh and with whom in Jesus we are one forevermore. The almighty God bless us with his grace. Christ give us the joys of everlasting life and to the fellowship of citizens above, may the king of angels bring us all. Amen. Now the
1: serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God say you shall not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch it or you shall die. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? The woman said, the serpent tricked me and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel.
2: be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out, and I say, what shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good things. Lift your voice with strength. O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings, lift it up. Do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See the Lord God comes with might and his arm rules for him his reward is with him and he his recompense before him he will feed his flock like a shepherd he will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep the word of the lord Amen.
3: A reading from Jeremiah. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke, though I was was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. The word of the Lord. Be to God. Again the Lord spoke to Oz, saying Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as shoal or high as heaven. But I said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David. It is too little for for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look to the young woman. Is the child and the, with child, and shall bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey. By the time he knows, he will refuse the evil and choose the good. The word of the Lord. Amen.
4: from the prophet Micah, but you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth to the rest of the people, when then the kindred shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall have secure for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth the word of the Lord
5: A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse and the branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see nor desire what his ears hear, but the righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and shall, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall, shall be the belt around his waist, the faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fattling together. And a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young shall lie down together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the whole of the eps. And the wain child shall put his hand on the outer's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of knowledge of the Lord
4: From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. What I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. To you, Lord Please be seated. This is actually New Year in the church, Advent 1. It begins the new year, and Advent is one of those handy Latin words that means coming. Of course, we're anticipating the coming of Christ, and say we have four weeks. It's really not very long. Normally, you get nine months to do this. We have four weeks to get ready for the Christ child's birth, and during those four weeks, of course, we're asked to cultivate things so that he will find a ready welcome this year. He will not be needing things like diapers and a bottle and a car seat Instead, we are asked to cultivate in our lives hope, peace, joy, and love. Of course, we did that last year. (laughs) And I I hate to ruin the surprise. We'll do it next year as well. (laughs) And I think the reason we do it each year is because, frankly, we're not ever going to be done. And I think it's helpful for us to reconsider the word hope. This is one thing I love about the Episcopal Church, is that we have a church word for everything. Um, You may not know this, you would probably call this candle pink, but in church it's rose. Uh, You'd probably call this a poncho, of course it's a chasuble, and we don't eat off plates, we eat off pattens and we drink out of chalices, and you can't even use those words in a game of Scrabble because they exceed seven letters. We can only use them in church and we use them, of course, to say that these aren't ordinary things. They're extraordinary things. The problem in church is we only have one word for hope and frankly, I'm often confused about what God's hoping for. I usually confuse that God is hoping for the things I'm hoping for like, hope it cools off in here. (laughs) (laughs) Hope they get that road done real soon, don't you? Gosh, I hope this sermon's not long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right?
5: <laughs>
4: we often confuse, I think, hope with an outcome. And it's often an outcome that we want. And, you know, um, I don't want to sound overly petty, but, but folks, in many of my relationships, and frankly in the world, I'm often confused what I should even hope for. I don't know if you've been there. Maybe I can share a story with you that's kind of ugly. So just prepare yourself. Look at the windows. I've told you ugly, okay? (laughs) I happen to know an attorney that does wastewater treatment. That's my wife. And so she (laughs) is really uh, involved in code enforcement, particularly with the Clean Water Act, and that means you can't, you know, deluge toxic chemicals down the drains, whether you're an industry or a home. So my wife received a code enforcement um, attention, there was a restaurant that um, had been accused of dumping oil down the drains. This is a problem because, particularly in California, it goes to the coast. So she was ready for a code enforcement action with the Clean Water Act. In this email, and at the bottom it said, video to follow, (laughs) video to follow. What kind of video do you think would happen? Um, She thought it would be the restaurant proprietors emptying the grease trap and pouring that down the drain in the kitchen, possibly pouring it down the sink. The video revealed that her hope was too lofty. In the video, the cook takes a colander of meat into the restroom and sets it on the toilet to drain. and then flushes the grease. Now, I know that's a terrible image. (laughs) It is. That's in California. That's not here, so don't worry. Wherever you're going after church, I'm sure you're fine. Funny as that is, or sickening as that is, I have a number of relationships where I don't know where what to hope for a number of relationships where it wasn't for lack of trying or lack of care. It it, it wasn't lack of commitment. It was, for whatever reason, I was expecting code enforcement, and there was the meat on the toilet. So that I don't know what to hope for. I don't know what outcome would be favorable. Quite honestly, I have relationships in which I just hope I don't ever see the person again. You have one of those? Because I can't imagine an outcome ever going any way other than the doomed one we've been living. I suppose when we hear this rather jarring text at the end, this gospel about Jesus coming to so keep awake, we have this opportunity to rethink our hope. We could think about outcomes. We could think, oh God, I hope when you come back, you're not mad at me. Hope when you come back, I'm busy doing church work so you don't get upset and punish me. I grew up with that hope. It's not really hopeful. It's really just being afraid, you know? Afraid of God. Afraid of life. Of course, a lot of times, I even take my hope and pretend like it's God's especially when I don't like people, especially when I'm ready to give up because it's just too hard. It's a great phrase from Anne Lamott that says, I know I've made God in my own image when God hates the same people I do. Listen, I know God's got a good way and all, but but I'm not a bad guy. I've got some pretty good ideas. I think I'd settle for my own. You know, if God would do it my way, it may not be perfect, but I'd be happy for it. I think this, though, this story, this story, and this opportunity, this Advent, is to think about our hope, what our hope is, not only in outcomes, but, you know, the older sense of the word hope, and this is why I'm sad we don't have two words for it, the older sense of the word hope is trust. Trust not in an outcome, but actually trust like in water to bear you up. I often find myself in my faith and my life journey struggling for breath instead of trusting the water to hold me afloat. Until you do it, of course, it's really scary. Go to a children's swim class. (laughs) This is also why I don't teach my kids to swim. I hire someone to do it. I think we have an option when we hear this story and when we hear the readings before us to reconsider where our trust is? Do we trust God to do things the way we want them? Do we trust God to enforce the same fears we have in the world and the relationships we've given up on and frankly been given up on? Do we trust God like that or do we have trust in God that is greater? Ultimately, I think what our essence of our faith says, whether we participate with God in this life or God does it for us later, I would put to you that the hope of the gospel is God will do it do what? God will reconcile the world to God's self. The people we are unable to forgive in our lifetime, God will forgive when we're gone. The people that we cannot be, forget about forgiveness, redemption, reconciliation, the people we can't do it with, God will do it. I got to tell you, I don't even hope for that in some of my relationships. I just hope I could go to sleep I think that's why the word in the gospel is stay awake. Stay awake. Not because if you're asleep you'll miss out on God doing it at all because if you're asleep you'll miss out on God doing it now. Even in just little seeds and in little threads God is able to do these things that we don't even know how to hope for. Like forgiveness and reconciliation and if we're asleep because our hope is too small we'll miss it now, where did I get that idea from the Isaiah passage that says two seemingly incongruous things God will kill the wicked and then the wolf will lie down with the lamb the bear with the cow a young child shall lead them and etc the leopard with the goat I suppose we could decide that our hope is that God would kill the wicked. The people entirely. The people we don't like. The people who are registered Democrats. The people who are in Al-Qaeda. The people who are blank. The people who I'm going to spend Christmas Eve with. I mean, you fill in the blank. The wicked. We could say, God has decided, like I have, that certain people are irredeemable, and my hope is that God will kill them. Or we could hope that God would kill wickedness in us. Or we could hope that the wickedness that makes the hope we don't even know how to have <sighs> ruin in our life between relationships we have loved and lost, that God would kill that wickedness. So that in the end, the people we perceive to be wolves, we will trust with our own children. So that the people who have hunted us as the bear hunts us before, we can lie down in comfort and in reconciliation. I think Advent says we hope too little. We hope too little. And our problem is when we hope too little, we think God is like us. God hopes too little. We have exactly one week. See, next week, we're going to have to cultivate something else. This is why we're going to do it again next year. Just want you to know. (laughs) We have exactly one week to try to say, Lord God, I am hoping for ordinary things in my life. Please guide me to hope for something extraordinary, especially if I don't want to. Because the truth is, having raised children and having parents and having relationships that are estranged, you all know this, if you knew that it was going to work out in the end, if you just knew it was going to work out, you'd do anything forever. You could bear the pain if you knew it was going to work. And the Scripture tells us it will, even if not in this lifetime. In God, it will. So keep awake. Keep awake. Lest you miss what God will do for you this year. Amen.